Well, what does that really mean? To be a better business owner, you need to make better decisions. And this guy was about to make a really stupid decision that was about to cost him a lot of money. Dan, glad to have you back on your podcast. We are no longer together, though. We are, alas, remote again. I'm in Tampa. You are in the UK. But nonetheless, we are going to provide a great podcast with at least one powerful business growth strategy mm -hmm. covering one of the six main topics in business growth. This one is all about operations and systems. And I love the approach we're taking here today because it's not going to be on what most people would consider to be operations and systems as much as it is, is how are you making the right choices for those operations and systems? Right. I mean, this is a great story. I'm just coming out of a two-day board of advisors meeting. That's where we get a group of business owners together to have boardroom meetings, to really work on their business, to be strategic and to rip each other's plans apart. Uh, and I've said it yes. before, and I'll say it again, Joe, that if, if you want a better business, you need to be a better business owner. Well, what does that really mean? Yep. Ultimately, uh -huh. it means making better decisions because all change happens <laughs> at a strategic level, right? Well, while the execution yeah. is important, significant shifts in your business are from making strategic decisions, which are typically at a boardroom level. So you have to make better decisions. You need to think strategically. You need to get other insight. And always in these kind of boardroom sessions, people come to the table with their business plan, what's going on, and they'll share that information, but they'll also tell you what they are thinking of doing. And it never ceases to amaze me, Joe, yeah. for where we as business owners tend to jump to a conclusion about what we think is needed when actually we're treating the symptom rather than addressing the root cause. So, uh, and there's yeah. one example that I'll tell you about. I mean, there was more than one just in this in this couple of days, but he'd already yeah. come to a conclusion about what he was going to do, and he'd made a decision that was going to about to cost him. An Before awful he lot came of money. to the board of advisors, he already knew what he wanted to do. Right, right, right. So, so for context, I'll be a little bit open to be respectful to him. He's in, a, a, let's just say, a logistics-type business. So he's got a high uh, seven-figure revenue company, profitable, great, but he, he uh, is in logistics. So there's a lot of moving parts. In a sense, in a sense yeah. his product is the logistical service, right? So his operations and his systems is the business. That's where money's made. Some people... Their advice is the product to people. The, the physical product is the product or the service or the experience. Uh, he's providing that logistical service. And service. He'd, gone through, yeah. he'd gone through some challenges and he was saying, look, what I need to do is I need to get better with my processes. So these problems are caused by, you know, like uh, poor quality outcomes for the clients or dropping quality outcomes of the kinds is caused by the lack sure. of processes where my, my team's not being consistent enough. So we need to document the process. But as soon as you dug underneath that, it's like, is that the problem or is it the symptom, right? A lot of businesses will say, I haven't, right, got, the, yeah. I haven't got the revenue. Oh, I know what I need to do. I need to spend more on marketing. Well, that might be the conclusion, but equally it might be, you know, you've got right. plenty of leads, but actually, your conversion sucks. 
or your price point's wrong. Right. Or you're getting leads of the wrong yeah. type of leads that aren't suitable for your product. So so the actual root cause right. yeah. or you, ha- for the you have symptom. a crappy pitch, so you're marketing and getting the wrong ones. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So 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 the root cause uh, it's not what's the symptom, what's the root cause. Like for, for anybody that's ever had an injury, injury, like so, in the past I've had like a tennis elbow type injury from playing squash a lot. And you go and see the physiotherapist and go, oh, I've got pain here, treat here. And they'll say, well, we can treat there. And it might alleviate pain, but that's not where the problem's coming from. The problem's coming from between your shoulder blades. And then they'll just poke you between your shoulder blades and you jumped out of our seat, right? Um, and that's the root cause. So they address the root cause and then uh, I'll have the knock-on effect of getting rid of the pain in the area. So in this case, I said, look, all right, so you haven't got processes. Your processes aren't good enough. But actually, the people that are running that part of your business, if the people who are running, leading, the managers, the senior management team in that part of the business aren't appropriately skilled and inclined, uh, if you need a systematic thinker in your operations manager role, your ops director, in that time, this needs to be yep. crazy systematic. How, how would you rank him on a scale of one to ten? He went four or five. I'm like, right, okay. Oh. So, 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 if, if this ops manager is supposed to create the systems, or you've got the system, but you're supposed to implement the system, they're going to be ineffective at best if in, inherently they're not a real systematic thinker. So you go, okay, well, that's uh, yeah. The root cause, and you go, no, no, let's go one step further. One step further mm-hmm. would be saying, okay, who makes the decision about who to put in that role? Because right, yeah. the story, the narrative could go, well, well, we struggle to find people for that role. Okay, well then, is the actual root cause the fact that you are ineffective at attracting the right caliber candidates to come to the role in the first place? And ultimately, yeah. Toko, when you wind it back, most strategic change, it happens at boardroom level. So the business owner, as you're listening to this right now, you're making assumptions about what needs to happen, right? And you go, oh, how do we raise money to do XYZ acquisition or whatever? When actually that's a tactical uh, lower down thing. The, the, the higher level strategic decision is, does this acquisition even make sense, right? Is this the right, right. business model? There's a whole host of questions so ultimately, you have to chunk back up to, okay, how do you make better decisions? Yeah. And how, by the way, how do you do that, right? Because oftentimes, most most people can't see the forest. It's, I think there's two things. One is they can't see the forest for the trees. And then number two, even if they see the forest, it's biased by their own cognitive beliefs and thoughts about their business anyway. So how do we get to that granular level of making better decisions? Right. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Ray Dalio and his book, Principles. You know, it's him who I'm kind of borrowing the uh, being a better business owner is ultimately making better decisions. And Ray Dalio, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. ran until fairly recently the largest hedge fund in the world. And he was seen, he seems to be one of the top 100 uh, most influential people in the world. Uh, and he says, I'm a professional decision maker. Right. I, I, and ultimately, that he, he lays out in his fabulous book that we've had as a book of the week before on this podcast called Principles. He's written a series yes. of books, but the original Amazing. Principles, um, about how he makes decisions. But I think that one thing is it's critical to get outside expertise. How do you surround yourself 
yeah. with the smartest people you can who disagree with you, right? I mean, this is what right. we try and do in right. our board yeah. of advisors groups. It's kind of going, it's no good going to your team and saying, hey, tell me how great you think my ideas are. Because they're going to be pretty damn brave to disagree with their boss and say, I think that's being stupid. Plus, most uh, most business owners, we've got a strong enough ego that even if our employees did say that, we'd say, well, you're wrong. I'm right. So, you know. Right. Uh, 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 yeah. And so it, how do you surround yourself with smart, switched-on people whose mortgage payment doesn't depend upon them agreeing with your thought process, right? right here's a fun example. Yeah, or their safety um, or their safety's related to the disagreement. <laughs> right, right, correct. I mean, so here's a fun example, you know. So, uh, um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm on the edge about whether to name him or not. Uh, um, I'll say his first name, and the people in our community will know immediately who he is. But I won't identify his business. So, so uh, Nick, uh, who is a, uh, a long-standing client, but he's in for a few years, out for a few years. Yeah. Um, in that time, he's gone from uh, multi-six-figure revenues to you know well into seven-figure profits, and he's removed himself from the business entirely. Yep. Okay, started working together over ten years ago. Yep. He's really built an impressive com- company. It's number one. In his industry, seven-figure profits, and he's got an MD, and right now he's traveling around the world. And he's had a couple of trip times where he's taken a year out of his business, gone traveling around the world. That's his thing. Great. Right now, I think he's cycling across the continents. Okay? And uh, what what nice everyone life. in our community loves about Nick is he'll, t- he'll tell you it as it is. Right? So the number of times he's been in a boardroom mm-hmm. meeting with us, and he's just gone, I think that is a terrible idea. You haven't even really got a business. And he's not doing it for a position of being mean, Tova. He's do- well, maybe a little bit. He, yeah. But he's doing it from a perspective of that's what's true for him. And he's paying to be there to A, get value himself for his own, uh, for his, from feedback on his own business, but B, to add value to the other members of the group by telling you, oh, I disagree with your opinion. Why would you not do it this way? And it doesn't mean so for every bit of advice you get from somebody else who's smart and switched on who or who has achieved the things that you want to achieve is correct. But right. you've got to get your ego out of the way long enough to go, you know what? If if the other seven people in this room are telling me that like I don't look very well and I should lie down metaphorically, maybe I should just yep. reflect. Maybe I should go for a couple of tests yes, right, rather yes. than just barreling ahead with this yeah. major shift in my business that I think is a great idea. Yeah. All right. So let's move this into a, a point of action, right? So one of the things we're trying to do on this podcast is give everybody a challenge of the week or an action of the week to actually take this concept and putting it into action. So what kind of an action could the listeners or the viewers do to get this experience of getting outside opinions about their business from people who have nothing to lose, nothing to gain, but do want to see that person do the best they possibly can. Right. I I think you need to get multiple outside inputs. So there, a way of thinking about this might be something like find three or four people that you deeply respect, uh, 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 take, take, take them out to dinner and get them to question you on whatever your, you see as being your next Ooh. phase of growth for your business, right? And, you know, pay for the dinner, yeah. make it a nice experience, but ask them for their input. Now, uh, that would be better. Yeah. Uh, and, and a nice dinner, by the way. Don't take him to freaking uh, Nando's. Not that I don't love Nando's. I do. 
but take them to a nice place. Uh, right, uh, at least right, someplace uh, where uh, they uncork uh, the wine for you. you correct, correct, but the, 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 the trick is um, uh, they've got to be willing to give you honest feedback. So there's two things, and this is why yeah. the concept mm-hmm. is easy, but in practice, you're going to go, you need people who are credible. Right, so it's quote Ray Dalio from Principles mm-hmm. again: believability, weight, your decision making. I.e., take advice from people that are credible. Yeah, right. It doesn't mean there's somebody that's not credible might not have a good idea, but I place significantly less weight on that than somebody that's walked the talk. So if I was trying to sell my business, I want to take advice from other people that sold the business. Which, by the way, I often advise people on selling their companies or growing through acquisition. And it doesn't mean I won't get legal advice. You absolutely need a lawyer. However. Sometimes lawyers give terrible advice or they're good to advise on the law, not whether strategically right. or commercially it's good for your business. And that's why yeah. on a deal team, I need a decent accountant with M&A experience. I need a decent lawyer with M&A experience. Right. But I also want an experienced advisor who's bought and sold multiple companies. Right? Mm-hmm. Because those reference points yeah. are critical. So yeah. you want somebody that's credible. If you're taking a few people out to dinner, you want people who are credible. But you also want people that you can disable the niceties where they'll tell you the truth. They won't be biased. And that's why it can be very tricky, especially with your immediate friends and family, because they might be worried about what it means for Christmas dinner if they tell you that your idea is shit, if they tell you what they really think, right? So, so, uh, by the way, I, I, I was thinking as soon as you were saying, I was like, yeah, it might be kind of hard actually to find friends that fit both of those criteria they're credible and they also have the ability to just tell you like it is um so ultimately probably even a better task or a better action would be to join a board of advisors but the the problem there is that you've been on a waiting list for board of like you've been sold out of your your board of advisors now for months and i think finally you're going to be opening up another one in the next couple of months hopefully can right, right. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds terribly self-indulgent. In fact, over, uh, I'll say by the time this but podcast- But I, I promoted it for you. I, I, I kicked it off, so uh, it's well, okay. That's true, and thank you. So <laughs> I will speak to you, but I'll say, I, I will already say that, that, that this will be, this is, has been for, I am opening another group up, um, but by the time this uh-huh. podcast airs, chances are it will be full. It'll probably be right? full. Because I, I, I already have seen the number of people on the waiting list and the number of people on the waiting list, you know, there's yeah. four spots for, for a new one-day group that meets one day per quarter. So a small mm-hmm. kind of boardroom. So yep. uh, me uh, and four business owners, that means one day per quarter. And uh, when I looked to you today, we haven't even officially promoted this yet. We had 20 plus people say, yes, please, I'm interested. They know what it's about, et cetera, price points, right? So, so I kind of go, okay, wow. so, um, um, uh, and the reason why it's in high demand, Tova, is because when people join this, rarely do they leave, right? Be- because the value that it gets yep, added true. on the insight on these strategic ships. Um, and secondly is, yep. um, despite our advice, I go out for dinner with four people, that in practice, that's hard to get credible, smart, yeah. switched on business owners to meet with you, to give you that yeah, undivided yeah, yeah. attention who who are uh, not worried about the consequences? Like I reference Nick as an example in our community, and they will tell it you as it is, and yeah, right, and they're credible. That's hard to find. Okay, but that just yeah. it's hard yeah, it's- over doesn't mean it's not worth persevering to try and get to right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
Um, but by the way, that that reminds me of a title of a book I'm reading right now that I think you would love called Do Hard Things. But besides that, uh, that's not the book of the week. Um, but uh, uh, so, so I guess what we're saying is um, best thing to do is join a board of advisors. By the time people listen to this, it might be sold out, but probably reach out to you anyway, if you can, I'll put, I'll put that plug in for you. Um, and it's a quarterly meeting. They meet once a day uh, for a full day, once a quarter to discuss their business along with three other people. Um, I've seen the result you've produced with it, my friend. It's amazing. But uh, let's move on. Let's talk about a book of the week because you know you and I are avid book readers. And one of the things I love about this podcast is we're always letting them know what are some great books to to, to jam on on. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, to, again, the segue, and thank you for that. Is it, yeah, look, get on the waiting list because the, the groups are normally formed periodically when spaces become available or we add an additional group. Uh, we'll let the people on the waiting list yep. know and that's that's who gets told first. So we'll put a link in the show notes somewhere or just drop us an email and we'll add you to the list Perfect. and then you, we'll drip feed you the information when it's relevant. And if you kind of go, I'm sold on the idea of how do I get this high quality strategic advice, I'm in favor. All big companies have a board of advisors. Uh, I, I, I'm in yeah. favor of um, you creating that. If you want reference points, the book of the week, great book on this topic is Boards That Lead. It's by, uh, it's got a few authors. One of them is uh, Ram Sharan, I believe. Um, but Boards That Lead uh, talks about big companies that you know of, companies like Apple, uh, and the yeah. boardroom conversations that uh, facilitated major strategic shifts. So I think the example in the book about Apple was how did they decide to bring Steve Jobs back? Right, so it's the board that fired that. Steve Jobs, yeah. and it's the board that brought Steve back, right? And so it was a boardroom strategic decision about what's best for this company. And it's just, it's a great yeah. book, and it gives loads of big company examples where it's like, yeah, a strategic shift, one person or a couple of people on the board, how did they weigh up the pros and cons of various decisions that altered the course of history? some of these massive companies yeah. and i think a lot of the analogies carry over quite nicely to small business big or small it's about how do you weigh up and make good decisions so boards that lead by uh, yeah. ram sharan and others uh, is well worth uh, uh picking up yeah. i remember i read that based on your recommendation and i pushed back on you actually i said that i didn't like it necessarily because i felt like it was just so big it was hard for me as a small business owner and i remember you even telling me you said yeah but you're thinking too small that's the problem you've got to think more strategically you've got to think more laterally and how you can apply these concepts and then i went back and started reading it from that perspective and got so much value out of it so fantastic text uh, all right my friend let's go for a, a quote of the week and then bring us out of here all right so the quote of the week is by ray dalio uh, um and uh, who says the two biggest barriers to good decision making are one, your ego and two, your blind spots. And if you think about it, your ego is thinking that you're always right, right? So thinking that your best idea and then yep. you're not shooting yourself in the foot. You take the company down the wrong direction. You make significant investments, don't work, etc. And your blind spots are where you're oblivious either to something that's going to hurt you. And if you'd known that, you wouldn't have made the decision because you ended up getting hurt. Or, um, or yep. you've got a blind spot. You can't see there's a massive opportunity over here, just over the hill, yeah. that would radically transform your revenues, your profits, but you've got some assumption 
of things that aren't true and you've got a blind spot about this one little shit could change yeah. everything. And and that's what a good board, that's what they'll do for you. They will they will challenge your ego and they'll shine a light on your blind spots. That's what we need. Hell yes, my friend. All right, take us out of here with your your all too wise words. Uh, yes, sir, as always, if you want a better business, you need to be a better business owner. And how do you be a better business owner? You need to make better decisions. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners. 